from New Country 1031. It's the Tim and Chelsea podcast. Now I can listen to it on podcast so I can listen anytime I want. Wait, they've got a podcast now? Hey guys, and welcome to the brand new episode of the Tim and Chelsea podcast. Thank you guys very much for downloading the episode and listening. We really, really appreciate all the support. My name is Tim Leary. That, of Hello. course, is Chelsea. Hello. Over there is producer Garrett. Hello. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, uh, we would love for you at the end to give us a five-star rating, write a review, but most importantly, thank you to everybody who's hit the subscribe button and keep subscribing, too. And these are conversations that uh, the three of us have in the studio uh, that sometimes don't make it to air when we're on the radio. So what we had... Uh, an idea to do is to do it in the form of a podcast and there's no edits. Whatever comes out, comes out. So, uh, and this is Father's Day weekend. Yes, happy Father's Day all you dads out there. And uh, so we were talking about some of the stories that we remember from our dads. uh, Enlightening, teaching, bad dadding, dad moments. Just all kind of dad dad stories. Just dad. Something that sticks out with you. All right, what... Let's go to Chelsea for this one first. <laughs> oh. Why do we hit the gold mine first? Yeah, don't you want to Because you put the good from... stuff up front. Okay. <laughs> what do you want to know about my dad? Uh, well, you're raising him. You're yes. Doing a good job. He's one of the sweetest little boys I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I have three sons, and he is he's the middle child. Um, you know, my 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 parents are, were really more like my best friends, obviously. I was an only child, so, you know, I was kind of raised a boy girl kind of way did a lot of stuff with my dad super close with my That's dad how you ended up being a dude so i'm a dude um total tomboy boy girl um and my dad's great um like for example I mean, did he ever do something like i don't know take you skydiving while you were underage uh, oh i got lists um <laughs> he took me skydiving when i was 15 and had me lie about how it how old did you have to be i think you had to be 18 18 yeah i think you had to be 18 and I was 15, so he made me, like, fill out a paper that said my birthday was not 1982. It was whatever, you know, made you 18. I was a really good math major. <laughs> 78, whatever that was. What's your degree in again? Uh, finance. Shut good. up. And um, so he took me skydiving. He did that. Um, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's, not, let's not just I got such a list, list, though. Um, he How took you skydiving. Yeah. So your mom was all for this, I'm sure. Uh, no, she wasn't. Did um, you know about it? Yes. Okay, and and she was happy that you went out and experienced this adventure. No, she was really pissed. So he we went skydiving early in the morning up north in Sebastian, which is here in Florida, over the ocean. It was beautiful, and um, you skydived into the ocean. Over the ocean, we landed in a field, but oh, it was good. most of the skydive was over the ocean. And it's then get a little wet on the landing, everybody. Drift right there. Yeah, right yeah. Wow. Look at that. It really wasn't skydiving so much as sky gliding. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then when we got home. We walked in the door, and my mom just lifted a finger at us and went skydiving. And it wasn't the middle <laughs> finger. It, that, it, it wasn't the middle finger. Like, you'd think, you know, I'm saying that she was flipping us off. No, she was showing us an, a ring finger, and she would went out and bought herself an emerald. Oh, to make up for to it. To make up for it. <laughs> she was I old. love that your mom cuts out the middleman. She was right. pissed. She's like, you know what? I could go to him. We could have a fight. He could do it. Go out and buy me we the emerald. But he won't. Try and make up for it. So instead, I'm just going to cut all of that out. I'm going to go right to it. Fight's over. I've got my ring. Time Ooh. saver. <laughs> well, I, I got to give it to you, her. After you get down, I mean, like, you know. Typically, when you know dudes go skydiving, uh-huh. they you know they want to you know you know let loose afterwards and talk about everything. So, what happened after you went skydiving? Uh, there was like a bar, little restaurant there that was like on site at this little skydiving place, and we went in there, and it was like nine in the morning because it was it was early yeah. when you go skydiving. It's like nine or nine thirty, and we ordered like a basket of fries and a beer. 
Because apparently <laughs> me going skydiving at the age of 15 made me a man. Um, yeah, I, 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 I arrived. I was a man. So I was like, I'm gonna, and, and my dad doesn't even drink. My dad's not a big drinker. So all right. of a sudden he was like, we'll take a basket of fries and two... Two Michel- cold ones. Michelob lights. Right. I was like, wow, Dad. <laughs> For us men. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And we sat there and we had our basket of fries and our two beers at 9.30 in the morning. And that was my skydiving experience. And now you're here. And now I'm here. <laughs> I didn't say I fell. And I didn't say it was a weird landing. Um, but my dad was my dad. Like, we always did crazy things. I, you know, never felt safe. But always was safe. So, um, like, one more story, like, that reminded me of that. We used to always go... To the Bahamas when I was growing up, right? And we, he would take me out. And we would just go diving by ourselves, snorkeling by ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was probably when this happened, I think I was eleven, and um, we were out on the boat by ourselves, both spear fishing together. And I kind of look around, and he's gone. In the, oh. I'm in the ocean, by the way. Did right. I mention that yeah, I'm yeah, in the ocean? In the I'm ocean. eleven, and he has left me. And I was like, all right, so I'm by myself. And right. I can still see the boat. So I'm oh, good. You can I see take the boat. my spear and I like head back to the boat. So like, I guess I'll just wait How for How old are you again? Eleven. You're eleven. I'm eleven. So so a lot of eleven year olds, you know, actually can harken back on stories where the sentence was, so I grabbed my spear. I grabbed my spear. Okay. Um, and I swam back to the boat and I got in the boat and I like can't <laughs> see him and I'm just sitting on the boat. I'm like, Great, I'm out here by myself in the middle of the Bahamas <laughs> in the Atlantic Ocean. Better get the owner's manual. I was like, drive this bad boy back into shore. Well no, I know how to drive a boat. So that was what happened. I look up and I see my dad and he's holding his spear out of the water and he's got a really nice hogfish on it. A really nice fish that he's speared. And he's going, Come here He's like summoning me to come here. He's pretty far away. Right. So I was like, ugh, all right. So I I start the boat, put the boat into gear, and I get over to him, and he's got two sharks circling him. Ooh. Oh, that's not good. Two sharks oh, circling him. Goodness. God darn it, we are not going to lose that hogfish. So, yeah, like, I mean, dad leaves you in the middle of ocean with your own spirit. Like, you know, it's fine. Like, he's like, oh, Chelsea, you're fine. You know how to drive the boat. It's okay. <laughs> I'll just um, be here with the two I'll just be heads. here with the sharks. <laughs> and, like, me driving over to my dad, who's got two sharks circling. He, like, throws the spear in the boat, jumps in the boat, and he's like, cool. Did you catch anything? I was like, God, you what the? Oh, my dad is ridiculous. Crazy. Well, That's what I'm saying. Of- crazy. So to this day, I don't let. I have three ch- children now, and I don't let any of them. Even my, even Caden, who is twelve, thirteen. How old is my oldest son? Thirteen. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. Going to be thirteen. Um, he's not allowed to be alone with my children. Good call. But he knows what he did. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. He's, but he goes, you know, you turned out fine. You're still alive. I'm like, I really think that it was by the grace of God. Yeah, it was and, really more of a, you know what? We're just gonna let. And judging let that his happen. parenting skills shouldn't lead with the sentence "you're still alive." You're still alive. Dot dot dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just. You <laughs> I know, mean, that is like the end goal, though. My kids love him. <laughs> if we're being real. <laughs> as long as you keep the kid alive, and you don't, <laughs> you've completely you're, ruined them for you life. You don't think what that my husband, story. I, my husband and I, every night though, so you don't do this with your wife. Every night we get out our drinks and we're like. Kids are kids lived another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, clink, clink. what was weird is uh, Karen and I had a dog before we started having kids because our mode of thinking was is tried if, out. If we if we don't if kill the dog, we could probably do the same. With yeah, kids. Th- not even as the same somebody thing who as has owned two dogs for like eight or nine years, I can tell you right now, way different. Because I'm those dogs that. are basically on autopilot. Okay. I let leave. them out and I feed them, they and that's basically cages. all I need. Coming, coming from the guy upon. who has had dogs and now currently has children, I know that. <laughs> you learned it. I, I'm Figured well aware of <laughs> of the difference. All right. Now speaking of ridiculous, let's talk about your dad. Oh Karen. man. I mean, so 
one thing you have to realize is I come from a very rural family. We, you know, lived in a town with three red lights, big farming Churn community. Churn your own butter. We owned 400 acres. We grew almost all of the vegetables we ate. Like, that's what I'm talking about. So my dad is what you Garrett would... had to go get the squash, which was 350 yards away. You ever seen, like, American Pickers? <laughs> you ever seen, like, American Pickers? Oh, yeah. we know. Tim's seen American Pickers. My American dad Pickers. is like that, but less cultured. Uh, so he collects stuff? Um, no, I mean like he's. <sighs> well, then there's nothing wow. like American. We are going Pickers. to pussyfoot around the word for a while. <laughs> yeah, he's a redneck. I there mean, it is. He's a redneck. It's the truth. And I mean, it's funny. Dad you is guys, a redneck. You guys were in the studio. He called me one day because he was—he's a truck driver. That's what he does as a profession. Love truckers. And he uh, was driving in this area and was trying to listen to the station. So he called me and said, "You know what station are you on? So I can listen to you." And I put him on speakerphone. You guys heard him. I mean, you guys were like, that explains a lot. Very, very much exactly what you think of a, of a Southern dude. And I lived my life growing up doing what you would expect the son of, you know, a redneck to do. I've worked in watermelon fields all summer. I, uh, you know, I picked all of the vegetables. I did all that stuff. And my dad, <laughs> my to, It honestly sounds like in your youth you were a way more productive person. I was. I was. Yeah, what well, happened? I tried to be. He like tapped out. He's like, yeah, I'm just. Sixteen uh, is hit, done. Once I hit sixteen, I was like, so, I'm done enough. So you're saying you peaked? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, I peaked in high school. Please, but <laughs> beyond that, my favorite story. <laughs> this isn't really a good story of my dad, but it's my favorite story of my dad, so I'm going to use it. Right. Every watermelon season, because my family was really big into watermelons, we grew them. That we supplied the whole town with watermelons, basically. Right. Right. We would. He would always make me go and work in the field and pick the watermelons, and I was always very, very. Uh, allergic to the whole thing. Like, I, I'm not even You're kidding. You're allergic to work. N- See, that's what he said. <laughs> that's exactly what he said. <laughs> but I would always get out there and start sneezing and my nose would start running and he would make oh, fun I'm of so me. I'm so allergic to working in the and fields. He, that's what he said. He said, I'm al- You're allergic to work, son. Just get, I'll get somebody else to do it. You're God, allergic to work. That explains so much now. Well, you know no, what explains obvious. a lot, though, is Claritin? that a couple of years ago, I go and I have an allergy. <laughs> Stop it. I go and have an allergy test done, and guess what? I'm allergic to every type of grass there is. So, yes, I'm actually allergic to the watermelon so, field. So, how so you... what's your excuse for in here? Yeah, we don't have any grass say. in the yes. studio. I'm also allergic to mold. Oh, okay. Well, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought, I always think that's funny, because that's how my dad was when he was growing up. It's if you, It doesn't matter if you're sick. Right. It doesn't matter how well you're feeling that day. Somebody's got to do it, so you better go and do it. And, I mean, that's kind of how he raised me. It didn't stick very well, but there it is. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, the dude has never taken a day off in his life. Oh, the dude. The dude. <laughs> oh, that redneck dude. Oh, that dude. But it's funny, too, God, I love the way you're afraid of your dad. Despite the fact that he works so hard as he does throughout his yeah. entire life, and he always has. He had you. It's also hilarious because he's also the one that taught me all of my lazy tendencies. Because when he's not- Which are the not, ones you really held on to. Oh, absolutely. When he's not right. out in the he field shines working- in that Yeah, department. some of them, like, you're like, I'm going to hold on to these life lessons stronger than the other. Like this one, I'm like, I'm glue on this. My, my stepmom is, is, will, will always tell the story. Um, it's not really a story. It's more of an anecdote, which is when any time he's outside of the house, he's productive, he's hardworking. The moment he walks through that door and he hits a couch, the man can sleep on any surface- and he will sleep the entire time he's inside. I've actually seen you sleeping with your eyes open at this job. Right. Ha ha, funny. And you know what I would call that guy? My hero. Oh. Or? Trust me. The dude. The dude. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm very serious. When we would stay over, like going to see him, we're gonna go see him this weekend, 
And when we would stay over at the house and stay in the bedroom, I would get up for like water in the middle of the night. He would still be on the recliner, not even fully reclined, just sitting on the recliner with the TV on asleep while, you know, his bride is in the bedroom. His kids are all in the bedroom. He's the only one. He's just in the recliner and he'll stay there until morning. It's just how he does. He falls asleep where he he wants to He just doesn't want to be with you guys. (laughs) That's that's not nice. I didn't say it was nice. It could be true, oh. but I didn't say it was nice. So, um, what else we got? Your you, dad. Your oh, dad. Ding dong. Oh yeah. Um, well, actually, this I got to be honest is it's this is a tough weekend for me because this is the first Father's Day without my dad um, because he he passed away back in in January and it's it's actually. Even a little more tougher because uh, this weekend is also his birthday, uh, so it's 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 a little sadder for us. But there are some amazing stories. Uh, in fact, you know what I love most about my dad is you know my brother uh, was was a, a track star in high school and I was a soccer player, and no matter what the guy was doing, if <clears throat> if there was a track meet or if there was a soccer game, he would drop it. And he, and he would be at those events. He saw my brother and I at every single event to cheer us on. It was really, it was very, very cool. That is cool. Um, That's never- amazing. Yeah. My da- sorry, I didn't mean to take you yeah. away, but it's my a dad, conversation. This is what we do. My yeah. dad is not only the exact same way, but he went it a step farther. He decided he was going to coach me at everything. Yeah. Doesn't matter See, if he ever cool. played it, but he coached but me he in coach. baseball. He coached me in football. I'm pretty sure that if I told him that I was going to join the cheerleading team, he would have coached me in that too. Like <laughs> well, he would have found a yeah. way to be involved in anything I did. In but high that school. is one thing you remember. Like I mean that that is always one thing. You know how like they'll say like things that your dad taught you. Like you'll you'll forget over time, right? Yeah. Or like those. Right. Sometimes I think like sometimes like the stories that I tell. I remember my dad. Like my dad's like, oh yeah, I forgot about. You know, like they forget about that too. Sure, absolutely. But same thing for me growing up. My dad never missed. My mom did because my mom's working schedule was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my dad was able to leave work. My dad never missed a single one of my lacrosse games, even the ones that were out of town that were in Orlando or Miami. He would leave work and he went to every single game that I ever had. Right. Ever. And, and, and that to so me cool. is, I, I try to have a job now where I'm able to do the same thing because to me, that's one of the best part was the whole best parts of my childhood. You, I will always remember that. Looking over at the side from the soccer field and there's, and there's my dad. And he was at every yeah. single event. And, you know, he he was there when I, I got up in Little League and the first pitch at, at uh, bat, uh, the pitcher shattered my nose all over home plate. Oof. And he, he was he was the one who took me down to the I don't know how many times that dude took me to the hospital off uh, from from sporting events. Um, but the one of the best stories uh, I remember about my dad, and I don't know why this one pops into my head. It's just so random. When my brother and I were really young, we were going to build an underground fort. And so we were going to dig tunnels and put up a th- – it was really cool. So my dad was up in the woods clearing that patch for us mm-hmm. and getting the shrub out so we could we could do this. All of a sudden, my brother and I are in the back playing basketball, and we see my dad – Running down the hill, he and he's sitting there, and he's like, ah, 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 and he's waving his hands in the air, like all this and all this, and we're like, what the heck? And he, and we're like, Dad, are you okay? Doesn't say anything. Runs right by us, like he didn't even hear us. And he, we had an above ground pool. He just jumped and hurtled into the pool <laughs> underwater, <laughs> and we're like, what the crap? And what had happened is. 
is while he was clearing the brush, bees? Up, he bees? stepped in a yellow jacket. Oh on. my god, that is like my nightmare. And he, <laughs> I just tried to get in my own shirt. I'm not really sure why. Got stung. Like, I don't know why I'm laughing. Yeah, this is evil. It's funny. He got stung like a dozen times. But the only way he could shake the bees was to run down and jump in the pool. But he completely blew us off going, bees are following. Come with me. He didn't do any of that. He just left us Who out. Who cares the- if the bees get them? It's less things was- on me. Just don't left- be a hero. Save yourself. <laughs> just left our cheese hanging in the wind. And I remember. They're smaller. Uh, no, you know, what he was really doing was if I start running, the bees will, will follow me. me. Right. They're going to chase They're me. To no, My could- kids will be fine. I'm the distraction. He could have cared less. Nope. And. The thing was is that I, I remember going into the house like, you know, 10, 15 minutes later, and my mom, oh, my God, my, so my dad had no shirt on, and my mom had tweezers, and we were picking stingers out of my dad's back in the little in the little wells. You're an evil little man. And he just yeah. looks up at me, and, he, and I'm looking at him, and he goes, what? <laughs> like, nothing. No, I gotta. I gotta go outside. I gotta. I, you know, I'll be outside, Dad. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. Uh, that is it for us. We guys, thank you guys so much for uh, downloading and uh, listening to the uh, Tim and Chelsea podcast again. If you're listening to us on uh, Apple or Spotify, please leave us a five star rating, write a review, and most importantly, hit the subscribe button. Dads, have a happy, happy Father's, Father's Day. Day. Happy we'll Father's see you later. Bye bye. Stay away from the beach. The Tim and Chelsea Podcast. I could download it. We should binge it. If you want more Tim and Chelsea, catch them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on the app. Streaming at newcountry1031.com or on your radio in South Florida at 103.1. Let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.